Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. We all have interesting relationships, don't we? Some of them are better than others. And some of that is because we have relationships with some interesting people. Some of them are better than others. Would you agree? Right, there are, there are some people in your, in your life that you love to be around. There are other people that you love them being around a little bit. There are some people that you feel like you love because it, it's required. And then there are other people that you love when they're not around. But they're all, we've got these people in our lives, don't we? And we've got these different variations on relationships. And, and even the good relationships often require work. Whether it's with your boss or with your spouse, with your kids, co-workers, siblings, doesn't much matter. Every relationship we have in our lives requires a little bit of work, doesn't it? And quite often we're there and we see these relationships and we can see some of the things that need to be worked on. Now, sometimes there are relationships that it's very complicated and we're not really sure what needs to happen, what needs to change. But a lot of times we are in these relationships and we see the issues that are there, don't we? And when we get the boldness, we often want to go and bring up these issues with the other person in the relationship and talk about what needs to happen, what needs to change in order to make it better. And so we build up the courage and we want to be honest because you need to be honest in order to fix a relationship, right? And so we go to them and we say things, you know what? We've got some issues that we've got to work on. And, and the first thing we've got to work on is you, you never listen. This relationship would be so much better if you would just... I need you to... You are just so... And so we see some of these issues. We want to bring it up, right? We want to be honest. And so we bring it up with the other people. And so we bring it up to them. And could you imagine that most people, when you do that, they react in the total wrong way? Like, you're just trying to be honest and, and work on the relationship because you care about them and you care about the relationship. And so you come to them and tell them what they need to do. And it never works. Whether it's your boss, your employees, your siblings, your spouse, your parents, your kids. You go to them and you share what you think they need to work on and it doesn't create any change. Well, that's not entirely true. Sometimes it does create change, but not good change. It can actually make things worse. 
And it really doesn't matter what it is or who it's with. You may look at your kids and you may see legitimate issues that your kids need to work on so that, so that things can get better. But you come to them and you, and you tell them these things and they don't take it. You see things, you see problems with your employees. Or maybe you're a leader here in the church and you're working with your volunteers and you see issues with your volunteers and you go to them and you throw stuff at them and it doesn't get the response you want. Or you're, you're working on your marriage and you honestly see an issue with your spouse and something that they really need to work on and you go and you give it to them and they don't take it. And some of these things are completely legitimate. So how is it that we are supposed to improve relationships when the other people in the relationship have issues and they aren't willing to work on them? What are you supposed to do? Well, there is a whole lot to this discussion. And we're going to talk about it all month. But we're going to deal with step one today. And step one is found in the book of Matthew. So Matthew chapter 7. Now Matthew is found in the New Testament of your Bible. Uh, Take out your physical Bible, take out your cell phone, Google it, open up the Bible app, whatever. Um, Matthew is one of the Gospels, um, meaning it is one of the accounts of Jesus' ministry. It is at the very beginning of the New Testament, and we are looking for the big number seven, chapter seven, and then we're going to read just a couple verses here of something that Jesus said to the people that were around him at that time. This is what he says, Matthew chapter seven, verses three to five. He says, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, many of you have heard this saying before, haven't you? And may any of you have heard these Verses and know this idea. But it's not, it's not one that we often put into practice. But if you want better relationships, then you need to understand that the first step in improving any relationship is working on yourself. The first step in improving any relationship is working on yourself. Now, let me, let me give you an illustration of, of how this works and why this matters. Now, I don't know if you guys can really tell, um, but I can't see a blessed thing with these things on. So the, the, there's a pair of glasses that got tape on them. And so what I would like to do is I need a volunteer... And I've got a pen here, and so I'm going to put these on, and I'm going to um, just write something uh, on your hand. Anybody want to do this?
You're, you're willing to do this? How many of you think she's crazy? That's a completely separate question. That, that is the entire point of this il illustration. Thank you. You've done your job. Okay. That's exactly it. You guys, you guys know that's crazy. Because I probably would have started drawing on her white sweater. Because I can't see anything. Right? Imagine, imagine you go to the doctor's office, you've got a gash on your leg, and you need stitches. The doctor walks in, and he's wearing these. And he says, all right, I've got the needle, I've got the thread, let's sew this up. What are you going to do? You're going to run! And you've got a gash in your leg! And you're still going to run away, aren't you? Why? It's not because he's got a gash in his leg, right? It's not, well, you've got a gash in your leg, so you can't fix my gash. No, that's not the issue. What's the issue? You can't see. You can't see. So often, we want to help people fix something in their lives. But because of the issues in our lives, it affects how we're able to see things. It affects a number of things. It, it affects how we're able to see them and understand the problem that you're, they're facing. Because we may interpret it one way, and that's not how it is at all, because we've got a speck in our eyes, and we can't even see their problem clearly. We don't know where the gash is. We don't know how big the gash is. And we don't know where it stops and and where it stops and starts, and we don't know how to deal with it because we don't see clearly. And when you can't see clearly, when we try to fix things, we usually make things worse. Can you imagine trying to sew up somebody's a cut on somebody's leg and you can't even see clearly, you're going to make the problem a lot worse, aren't you? You go and you see, oh, somebody's got a speck in their eye and you go for it and you can't see clearly, what are you going to do? You're probably going to poke their eye out. And so not only can you not see the problem properly, but when you go to deal with it, you're going to make the problem worse. And then you just end up hurting people instead of helping them. And so having this concept of, of dealing with your own stuff first is the biggest step. That the first step in improving any relationship is first working on yourself. Now that's pretty simple. I think we all know that concept, right? But how do you do that? How exactly do you do that? I'm going to give you three steps. Three steps to start this process. Okay? Number one, push pause. Push pause. You see an issue with your relationship and you want to deal with it. Before you even enter into the conversation, you need to push pause and you need to stop and think. You need to reflect. 
And then if you find yourself in the middle of a conversation and you find that it is not going well, again, you need to push pause. Now, I'm not saying you avoid the conversation. I'm not saying you, you just put the conversation aside forever, that you ignore it and say, well, we're not going to deal with this, which is what some of us have done. We said, well, I'm not qualified to deal with it, so I'm not going to deal with it. No, what I'm saying is pushing pause means you take a break to do something, to do some examination, to do some research. That you stop the conversation and say, we need to come back to this, or we need to deal with this, but we need to do something first. And so the very first step in making this a reality, working on yourself, is that you have to push Pause. Not stop. Not getting rid of the relationship is simply pushing pause. And you can do that even in the middle of hard conversations by saying, this isn't going well. I want to come back to this, but I've got to do something else first. So step number one, push pause. Step number two, you have to examine yourself. How do you do that? Okay. So, a lot of times what happens, the, kind of the basic first aid situation is that if you think you've got a broken bone or you're having an allergic reaction or something's wrong, you can, look, you can just look in a mirror and compare one side of your body to the other. So, if, if this hand moves like this and this hand is moving like this, something's wrong, right? You would just examine one side compared to the other. And if one side is functioning different or looks different, then there's probably an issue. So if you look at your face and this side is all puffy and this side isn't, there's probably something wrong, right? Do I have my first aid correct? Yeah? Okay. And so what we do is we actually, it's not about comparing one side of our life to another side, it's about comparing us to Christ. And so you need to examine your life by comparing your life to Jesus. And if you notice that there's a difference between you and Jesus, then that is a sign that there is something that needs to be worked on. There is something that needs to be dealt with. There is something that needs to change. If you look at Jesus and you're like, man, he was gracious, and you are not, that's something to change. If you look at your life and you say, man, Jesus is incredibly patient with those idiots, and you are not, that's something that needs to be worked on. If you look at Jesus and you see that he is incredibly forgiving, and you are not, that's something that needs to be worked on. And you must be very careful that you do not just compare one part of your life to another or compare yourself to the other person in the relationship. That is not what this is about. What it is, is about comparing yourself to Jesus. 
And when you see that there's something that's not lining up, that is a sign that something needs to change in your life. So number one, pause. Number two, examine yourself. Step number three, step number three is the hardest part. And that is actually making the change. And you can do that through, through prayer, and you can do that by, by having good people in your life to support you, that encourage you, that can give you a, a, advice. But there's one thing that makes this exceptionally difficult. Because I think all of us in this room are tracking with me, right? This makes total sense, what I'm saying, right? In order to help a relationship, the first thing to do is to work on yourself. We're all good with that. Everybody's good? Yeah. What I've said makes sense, that you've got to pause and then you've got to examine yourself. And if there's something wrong, you've got to change it. We're all good with that? Makes total sense? And we're still going to go home and we're not going to do it. Right? Why? There's one big issue. And boy, oh boy, does it want to hold on something fierce. And that's pride. We have all, we have all been in the situation where we have had a conversation with somebody that we love and we care about and we're having that conversation, and we want to win that conversation. We want to deal with that situation. We may even be there, and we absolutely know that we were wrong to do something. And we know that we need to apologize. We know we need to just go and say, I'm sorry. And there's something inside of you that will not let go. There's something inside of you that has to hold on to that as like, I, I can't bring myself to do it. I can't bring myself to say sorry. I can't, I can't bring myself to ask for forgiveness. I can't bring myself to admit that I'm wrong. And there's something irrational, illogical, stupid inside of us that holds on to it. That is pride. And that is where a whole lot of your sin comes from. A whole lot of our sin comes from. And you may be able to, by sheer will, push through it and, and force yourself to do it. But the solution, the real solution to pride, the only solution to pride, is surrendering your life to Christ and saying, I can't earn it. This isn't about me. This isn't for me. My life is for Jesus. And it is by Jesus that I have life. And it is for Jesus that I live my life. And it is by His power that things will change, that things will get better. And it is by Him and changing me first that my relationships will get better. 
And until you are able to surrender your life, hand over your life, to give up your pride to Him and allow Him to do the change inside of you first, that pride is going to continue getting in the way because it makes absolute sense that you need to work on yourself first before you can help anybody else. We know that. Everybody in this room is in 100% agreement with that. But we got to kill our pride first. And you cannot kill your pride. Only Christ can. And so we need to surrender our lives, surrender our relationships to Him, and let Him be the one that kills our pride and makes a change in our lives. Now, once you do that, you'll find that you get better you'll find that your relationships get better. You'll find that you'll actually be able to say things and people pay attention and people listen and people want to know what you have to say and what your observations are because that will be Christ living in you and they will see that. But the very first thing that needs to happen is you've got to push pause. Then you've got to examine yourself. And then you need to beg Jesus to kill your pride and change you first. Because the first step in improving any relationship with your kids, with your parents, with your siblings, with your coworkers, with your boss, with your pastor, with your ministry leaders, with your volunteers, with anybody, is working on yourself. The first step in improving any relationship is working on yourself. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus and down to earth ways.